Welcome to Nostalgia Minute. I'm Julia. And I'm Tina. And I'm Jeff. Woo! Hi, Jeff. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. Behind the scenes. Ever, I don't think we've ever had a third voice on the show before, so. I don't think so. Welcome. We considered it for a while there, but um, you guys have done yeoman's work here. We have, but um, to be fair, your voice in the form of your words have definitely been on the show. Well, thank you. We can talk about that in a little bit. But why don't, you, why don't you tell our listeners what's going on today here, Julia? So before I get too off track, thank you, Jeff. Um, today's episode is a lot different because it is not scripted. It is just us off the cuff, which we haven't done before. So here we go. Um, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Today is a special episode. We just want to kind of put a little bow on top of everything we did. We will not be recording any new episodes of Nostalgia Minute. Um, we are finishing with 366, so you have one for every day of the year, including an extra one if it's not a leap year. And you can go back and listen to all of our little bites of Disney history through an entire year. Yeah, that's but- right. Um you guys have done an amazing job. Nostalgia, um, when we kind of decided to launch this little show, I, I kind of had an idea what it might be, and then I talked to you both, and we kind of shaped it into what it is. And, I mean, you've done way more work into putting into this. You've put way more work into this show than I thought we would be able to even accomplish. So it's an amazing thing you guys have done. And um, maybe we can talk about future plans for it. But um, <laughs> I just want to know from both of you before. I know Julia has a couple questions. But before Julia, you know, asks us her questions, I just kind of want off the top of your heads. Do you feel a relief that you're done with the whole year's worth? Or do you are you going to miss it? Is there kind of a hole in your heart now? Like, what are your initial reactions to being done with this um, project? Well, in a, in a way, I'm happy that it's over because it really takes a lot of time to research, especially on those subjects where you can't find a whole lot of stuff or you can't find days that really had um, reportable worthy just, episodes. Just anything interesting. Yeah. And it's like you want to make something interesting, but you really don't have much to make it interesting. I think my more my relief came when we went from our five-day format to our two day a week format that's when I think I felt really more comfortable with it um so but now that it's over I'm okay with it I get sad and I get I get okay with it because I learned so much I learned stuff that I never ever thought I would know or knew about or existed or there was a topic for and now I do so for that I'm so grateful and um I'm comfortable with the way it's going to end. So it was fun. I echo a lot of what Tina just said. I feel like it's probably going to be like schoolwork for me. It's going to haunt me for a while. Like I'm just going to feel like, oh, I should be doing this. But we don't have to anymore. And that's not to say we didn't completely enjoy what we did. Um, But like Tina said, it's been a lot of work, especially when we were doing five days a week. That was um, kind of breakneck speed and... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, great. I have a couple thoughts. You guys, uh, we, we started this show and when we started it to, I mean, I guess it's been two years ago, mm-hmm. right? We, we didn't, mm-hmm. um, I mean, serial podcasts were a thing and it was very, you know, there were some very popular podcasts that had a beginning and an end, but it also was still the case that a lot of podcasts, 
you know, if you didn't start it and then continue into perpetuity, you know, I wasn't sure how that would, you know, is it okay if we just do a year? You know, I wasn't exactly sure. Since then, it's totally acceptable and even more common, I think, for a podcast to have a goal and a story and to start it and stop it and then it's done and it lives there in the internet for, I guess, forever or however long people want to host it, right? So uh, I feel like we've done a great thing like it has a beginning and an end and it's a total arc of a, you know a full year's worth of stories and i think um before julia you start talking to the people about some of the some memories about this uh, one thing i just want to say is that when when we started this we had a goal that i mean you might not realize this by listening to these 3 to 4 minute stories every day but we had a goal that this is not going to be I mean, some of the stories are well told and you know some of these things, but we wanted to have at least something in every single one of these that you couldn't just Google, you know, that we had to actually research and find, you know, some kind of data, whether it's in an old article in the newspaper or an old magazine or some kind of report somewhere or even some things that um, we reported in person, either via nostalgia interviews or other things, like something that you couldn't just find by Googling. Like we didn't want it to be because there's plenty of this day in Disney history websites out there. If you just want to know something that happened on a day in Disney history, you can find it by Googling. But we wanted at least to have something new in every one of our episodes. So that's what kind of really took the I mean, it's really like writing a term paper every for every show. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what it felt like. <laughs> <laughs> Never going to college. I wasn't sure um, what we to were, Yeah, we weren't getting graded other than <laughs> iTunes reviews. And thank you, everybody, that left us a positive iTunes review. Yeah, yes. that's right. Yes. I don't think we really had any bad ones, which was something that I was worried about, but I didn't have to worry right, at guys, all. So thank you, everybody. You're good storytellers. Right, great storytellers. Thank you. All right, Julia, so what do we got to talk about here? Uh, so I, we kind of gave a little bit of our backstory. Um, I think you mentioned Jeff, um, a little bit that Nostalgia wanted to expand their podcast offerings, but I think this idea of kind of like a daily bite of Disney news, I think I actually presented it to you as maybe a, um, Nostalgia Plus feature. And then it kind of rolled into, well, we are thinking about creating new podcast content and this might be the perfect thing. And I was like, okay, well, I would like to nominate myself to be a host <laughs> and my best friend, Tina. So Tina, this is how Tina gets roped into a lot of things. I'm like Tina would be perfect for that. Tina, here's what we're going to do. And I was, oh, that's okay. I was scared when she first announced it to me. At first I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. And then. I, being the least educated of the three of us, you know, my, you can tell my stories because my stories didn't have really big words. No, they were kind of elementary stop. type words and I was scared. I was really intimidated because I knew you guys were much more educated for me um, than I was. But, but I also felt you guys made me feel comfortable. So it wasn't, um, it didn't hold me back from anything. Some of those words I couldn't pronounce, especially in Jeff's what episodes. The, the, the one I had to make sure not to use anymore, I think, was anthropomorphic. Yes. I banned, that, I banned that word. <laughs> cannot use that word in any of Tina's sections. Nope. That's funny. And she would ask me. But that's okay. She would ask me. She goes, do you want me to put something in? I'm like, no, I'm going to get this word. I'm going to say it. So um, if you hear those episodes. I don't episodes, care how many times. There may be a yeah. little pause sometimes. <laughs> as I 
Like, I will edit it out until you get it right. <laughs> uh, but, but still, it was, it was when she, when she pr- approached me with this again. Of course, I'm like, sure, Julia's always got good ideas. I'm all in. And then I'm like, wait, what? Oh my god, this is gonna be so much work. And I just remember, um, like when we recorded that first episode, when we could all record together in the same place at the same time, um, we recorded that very first episode. Just that was the only thing we did that day, and I had spent like two weeks writing it and polishing it and rewriting it because I like wanted it to be perfect. And then at the end, I was like, "Oh <laughs> goodness, like that is not going to be um, sustainable." Oh, yeah. Sustainable, exactly. So we had to figure out pretty quickly how to do it faster and more efficiently um which i think we rose to the occasion and didn't have any problems absolutely. With. i think in the beginning you, yeah absolutely. i think in the beginning we like overthought what we wanted to write about For where sure. we were going to get our information and we realized we can really mm-hmm. streamline it and still say the same thing and good at a good episode so definitely learn exactly. that especially for me not one for writing articles or writing speeches or anything like that so that actually helped me a lot but I realized don't overthink it just take a deep breath and just move along and it became a lot less stressful at that point yeah yeah most of most of the time we did our um proof editing as we were recording so <laughs> yes we did <laughs> we really streamlined it <laughs> um we learned but yeah we do learned we want to talk yeah. a, we did do we want to talk a little bit about like our personal methods for how we got these episodes recorded and written, sure. recorded, edited? Sure. We can talk about that a little bit. It's um, like how to make the sausage, right? <laughs> yeah. I think actually it's interesting. I pretty much exclusively, if I could, just used um, the newspaper archives to find, to gather my information. And actually, Tina, I think you used a lot more YouTube than... I mean, you used the newspapers, but you 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 used YouTube a lot, I which I thought was really cool. Yeah, it was to it get was, a lot yeah, of your. It was neat to find stuff quotes. out there again because I don't know if I would have found those dates or those items otherwise. So, and Jeff, I know you have a vast library of Disney history books, so you yeah, were. I used a little sad. bit of everything. Um, newspaper archives is mm-hmm. was important, mm-hmm. right? Because we wanted to get some like as it happened kind of information and it's interesting you find out a lot of the the older things that disney reported you can tell like that might not actually be true it might just be their marketing right so um so but we still wanted to present it like well this is what disney said on this day so sometimes we'd kind of put it or at least when i was writing my things we kind of put it together in a way of well this is what happened that day not necessarily exactly these are the end all facts of the situation but on this day this happened disney said this this guy said that just to give you a picture of you know something went on i used yeah some newspaper archives some reference material i had even same as tina i looked on youtube sometimes because that stuff's not all transcribed mm-hmm. out there i mean there's mm-hmm. bajillions of hours of interviews with people and news old news reports and things on youtube that sometimes you know you're watching something about an old animator and he says some little thing about some project that you can say like oh i could use that little fact in a totally different story right. you know what i mean and right. so so there's lots of that kind of stuff um you know again we just wanted to kind of try our best to bring at least one new idea or thought or a quote or you know something to each one of these um stories rather than just like googling wikipedia about this thing and then trying to write you know because that's not gonna 
teach you anything. Right. You know, we wanted to, Mousetalgia Minute has to have some kind of Mousetalgia bit in there that you can't find anywhere else. So that's what we hope that we Right. And I think all, all three of us use so many different ways of getting subjects and where we went from it that I think we got a really good variety of what we wanted to use, what dates were being, you know, not what dates, but what subjects were being used on those dates. So it was it was really cool to see where people pulled stuff, like where Julie and Jeff pulled stuff from. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Even like in the middle of an episode, I would be stopping like in between and like, oh, that's so cool. I'm going to have to write that down and research it when I go back home. And and even just me just reading the articles, I was so fascinated where the information came from. It wouldn't be fair to not credit those websites a little bit. But I mean, uh, even in that, we I, at least I tried when I was researching things to look for dates. Like, and if I saw some date that said, you know, or last Wednesday this happened, then, you know, I would say like, well, hold on. Maybe this isn't something you can find on, on this day in DisneyHistory.com, you know, so, or whatever the website. There's a couple websites you can find them. The top ones that come up are the couple that we would use now and then. But, um, but I mean, we had some, some rules, like only original research. We're not just going to copy what they said. And I think a couple times, Julia, we kind of weren't sure about some of the information we found there. We were kind of like, well, you know, that's what they said, and but some of the newspapers say different things, and so yeah. we were trying to kind of weigh what's the, What's accurate here and what's not, and um, is it close enough? <laughs> yeah, is, is it is it likely? Yeah, because <laughs> you know, every of now and be. yeah, every now and then, like there's just a topic that was so interesting that maybe had a date around very close to yeah. the date that we found it for um, that we just went with them. Yeah, and I mean, I said, I think, you know, we were trying to make the rules at, at the beginning of, before we started, like, and I, I kind of even said, look, if we can't find something for a specific day, maybe a movie open that week and we can talk about, like, this week, you know, right. this had happened. As it turns out, though, I don't even know if we ever did that. I mean, there might have been, like you said, there might have been a couple times when we thought, well, maybe, you, you know what I mean? This is close enough, like you said. But I think almost almost totally the things we found something every single day right yeah we did 366 of them and i think we pretty much there might have been a little overlap here and there but i think we did a really good job of telling different stories on every day Well, even if we overlap something uh, an article that we had done in the past we found new information on it because some of these topics topics had so much that we really could have done two episodes on um, so mm-hmm. it really, there was just so much information that it, did, it really didn't hurt that that was uh, repeated at all. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we have all proven to be better storytellers, or at least Tina and I. Jeff, we already knew you were a good storyteller because you are, you are a published author. Oh, <laughs> I like to forget that, but Jeff has well, his own me, book. Well, let's just drop a tantalizing little thing here. We might all be published authors, right? Mm-hmm. Because what are we going to do with this 366 366- that's college essays we've written on Disney history, right? It's like, I mean, there's far more research here than in total than I put into my my own book, right? So it's like two well years over of almost constant research and writing yeah. we've done. So I don't want to promise anyone out there anything, but there's a very good chance that I'm going to be taking a hard look at all this research <laughs> we've done and seeing can this be packaged into something that at your leisure you can you know take and read and enjoy right. in other ways. You know, it's one thing to listen to a podcast; it's another thing. You know, I can put this 
this together. I it it's much too I like we've actually done way too much to put into a book. Like mm-hmm. we're not going to tell you our encyclopedia. No, it, it's a way it's like too much. Well over 300 pages on Google Docs. <laughs> yeah, so we <laughs> we're not going to just, you know, package it all up into a book. It wouldn't make sense and it would be overwhelming, but you know, I think very there's very likely chance that I can find, you know, some of the best reporting we did and the most interesting things and package together some kind of a printed volume so that might be coming in the future we don't know no promises but we're looking hard i'm at least looking hard at that right now yeah um so before we wrap things up i was wondering do either of you have like a favorite episode or a favorite discovery you made or just a favorite discovery in general throughout the recording and writing of these shows well I don't know if I had a favorite episode because I really enjoyed them. So, like Dave says, they're all my favorites. But that was a horrible limitation, but that's you get the point. (laughs) (laughs) But what what I enjoyed is that when researching, I realized living in the Bay Area, there were so many ties to people up here, and that really kind of that that. I really enjoyed that because I was like, oh, I know where they were from or I know where they went to school at or, you know, I've been there or I've seen that or whatever, heard of that. Mm -hmm. So that was always my like kind of cool little tidbit. And then to find out that some of these artists, animators had done books in the past um, that I didn't even know about. I mean, we hear about all the releases now and I'm always talking to Jeff and Julie. I'm like, okay, what are your books? I need to like expand my library. But yeah, no, you found what was that one written by the um the animal? I trainer. have that written down because that was one of my favorites. It was William William yeah, William think, Kohler, and he did the Wonderful World of Disney Animals. I never knew that existed. I think Jeff and I both <laughs> went out and bought that. Yeah. Nostalgia bump. Yeah, as soon as you, here's the nostalgia bump coming. Yeah, as soon as you reported it's super that, cool. Yeah, it's yeah. Really cool. Yeah, and then I went and bought Ken Anderson's. He had a children's book called Nessie and the Little Blind oh. Boy of Loch Ness. And I was like, I never, oh. I never knew these existed. And to have something yeah. from him, because um, I, I don't think I can afford any of his artwork. So that was kind of cool. Um, so those mm-hmm. things um, really, uh, I really enjoyed. And then to know now, when I go to the expo, uh, when I go to the Walt Disney Family's Museum, when I'm hearing these different events, when we go to MouseCon and they start dropping these names or these events, I know about them, or I at least recognize them. I don't know if I remember everything about it, but I recognize it. That from sounds like, familiar. Hey, we did an episode on that. So it kind of is a little little pride there that we um, covered that topic or that person. So those were my favorite kind of discoveries. Um, yeah. But I loved all of the episodes. I thought they were I, I just the topics we chose... Um, I, I don't, I, I couldn't have done a perfect job myself, but with all three of us, we found some really, really cool, deep stuff that I never knew existed. And, and you went back to YouTube, I'd start researching these things and found out there was a YouTube video on there. And I really enjoyed watching these things that I never got the chance to see either on TV because they were old TV programs or don't remember them. So those are my favorite things that there was actually video on this old topic or this old TV special or whatever it may be or interview um, that's what I enjoyed what about you Jeff yeah um, you know history so you're, you're kind of now you two armchair historians this is what it is cool. right so and I think the thing to about some history, extent most Disney fans are historians well, at heart I don't know if I would totally say at that least maybe the people listening to nostalgia. Oh, well, that's kind of sure. that yeah. way. But, I mean, especially you know, the show. If you're into this show, you're probably yeah 
that could be a story. But Disney fans, you know, they take there's theme park fans, there's character mm-hmm. fans. You know. You're right. I think um, I think what makes history imp- understandable, kind of what Tina was saying. I think what you were saying, Tina, is like the con when you have a context for things and you know kind of the timeline or kind of oh that guy also worked on this mm-hmm. project. You can kind of start to make more sense out of what Walt Disney's kind of creative path through his whole life was right. you know how... they were so intertwined with each other i didn't realize yes. that yeah. in other even other studios and they would come back to the studios and work with other people i was like i never knew that whole family tree existed type of thing yeah exactly right so so i mean so to get to what my favorite thing is like to with the it's the things that put things into a bigger context. Like, and once you have a big context, then little details are much more interesting. So, like, for instance, this is recency bias, but I wrote an episode on Kay Kamen, and Julia wrote an episode on Kay Kamen. So, kind of Tina was saying, like, some of these people we doubled up a little bit, but, I mean, there's so much to talk about them that in some some cases we were lucky. Like, oh, good, this is his birthday, and then, oh, sad, this is the day he died, and, right. oh, this is the day he retired, but at least we have three opportunities mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. visit something. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because there's so much information out there. And, uh, you know, Tina, Julia talked about Kay Kamen, and he's a critical figure in the beginning of Mickey Mouse and the Walt Disney Enterprises and Walt Disney Studio. And, you know, when I got to kind of revisit that near the end of the run and find out, oh, I could, I found this article about the guy that hired him to work in his men's shop. And he thought, like, I used to call that guy Mickey all the time. And then he and Walt got together and they came up with Mickey Mouse. I bet I'm the reason for the name Mickey Mouse. Like, that's probably not true, but it's a really interesting, like, where are you going to find that kind of stuff if you're not just taking these really deep dives into history right mm-hmm. and it just little tiny details like that are just like glitter on history right it's like a little glitter on the stories we all know about kk men and walt disney and mickey mouse and so i think that's kind of what i like the most about it's being able to throw this historical glitter on everything and kind of find all these little interesting facts how about you julia i, I really like that historical glitter <laughs> <laughs> Let's make that a trending topic. Hashtag somewhere. Okay. I don't know where. Somewhere. But um something Tina said um rang really true with me, just like going outside of our recording bubble and like recognizing these things that we've talked about or have written about, um just really connects you more with it. Like I remember I wrote an episode about the carefree corner which used to be in Disneyland, which I had never heard of. Mm -hmm. I think it was long gone before I started going to the parks. Um, But I went to a vintage paper sale and was, like, sifting through all the postcards, and there's, like, this giant box of Disneyland postcards. I was like, okay, I need to look at every single one. And I found (laughs) a handful of postcards from the Carefree Corner. And if I hadn't just written that episode and um, we had recorded about it, like, I would have gone right past that but because i knew what it was it's like that's so cool <laughs> i bought them all um i've got a little a little stack of carefree corner postcards um which i thought was really cool but um also i peaked pretty early with my writing skills on this show <laughs> um but my favorite episode is number two about the uh, Treasure Island treasure hunt that was happening in Syracuse. That New York. was pretty cool. <laughs> I think that is like just the coolest like merchandising promotion. I don't even know what you want to call it. Like I like I feel like they need to bring that back. 
Like, do that all the time. Like, it sounded so fun. How many times, Julie, really, um, when we were recording our episodes, either I wrote it, you wrote it, or Jeff wrote it, we're like, that's so cool. I want to do that now. I mean, why do we, yeah. you know, why don't they bring these kind of things back? Because they don't seem to have those things. But we would stop constantly recording and comment. At least two to three times <laughs> per per recording session, sometimes per episode, depending on the episode. Um, but yeah, there is a lot that we would always... There's a lot left on the cutting room oh, floor yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that we had to stop and be like, that's so cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So that was my favorite episode, the Treasure Island Treasure Hunt, July 18th, if anybody's yeah. looking for it. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, just can, from, if, if I can speak for Mousedalger, which I'm going to, congratulations <laughs> on an amazing achievement. Like this is, it's a great way to cap it off and, like, you know, I wasn't even sure we'd go a whole two years, you know, but I was glad you guys wanted to do one for every single day. I think that's awesome. I think it's just been an amazing group effort and a great job. And, you know, congratulations. And hopefully these stories that you've all spent so much time written are still yet to be uh, disseminated in some other ways. So we can, you know, just let other people enjoy. You know, everyone doesn't listen to podcasts, but lots mm-hmm. of people like to read books. So we'll see what happens with that. But I just really appreciate everything you guys have done. And um, congratulations. Well, thank, thank you. you. And we want to, I will, uh, Tina can say thank you too, but we have a big thank you to Mousedalgia for giving us the opportunity to um, kind of tap into your listener base and um, kind of have a, maybe a already established, interested bunch of people that might want to listen to our show. Because who knows if anybody would have found it if it was just the two of us. I agree. And, and so thank you, Mousedalgia. Totally agree. And thank you for your support. I really appreciate it for taking a chance on us two Disney fans um, to put something out there with the Mousedalgia name on it. It really does mean a lot to us because we really do enjoy the podcast itself, um, Mousedalgia, as well as um, um, Mousedalgia Minute and Dateline Mousedalgia. So what you have done, I think it just expanded everything and just more enjoyable those are my top three that i listen to i listen to my own yes i listen to our own podcast (laughs) it's kind of weird hearing your own voice but i was just binging it yesterday now that we're off uh but uh so but thank you because if it wasn't for nostalgia taking this chance on us i don't know if julia and i would have done this kind of platform or this type of thing on our own so thank you very much a specific thank you to jeff because he did a lot more work than um, <laughs> probably anybody realizes. Probably more than he wanted to do. But he <laughs> wrote a lot of episodes. He helped me so much with the um, mixing and loading and uploading and everything. So without Jeff, there prob- there would not have been a Mousedalgia Minute because oh, I would well, not okay. have figured out how to do it all by <laughs> well, myself. It wouldn't have, wouldn't have been Mousedalgia Minute with any, without any of the three of us. So we did a great job. Congratulations, you guys. And thank you. One more, one last thing before we leave. Thank you to everyone out there listening. I mean, obviously, there's nothing but an echo chamber if you don't have people listening, right? And you guys had hundreds and hundreds and sometimes thousands and thousands of listeners. I mean, I don't know how many. That's crazy. Bajillions. Well, I shouldn't say bajillions. <laughs> it's, not it's not that. Um, just congratulations. Complete, great completely work. humbled and, by um, that, by the way. So thank Thank you listeners for listening to us for meeting us at the expos for meeting us at the Walt Disney Family Museum uh, for your comments for wanting our autographs which I thought was crazy <laughs> oh my god I was freaking out but I I know I, I've signed exactly two autographs in my life <laughs> from this show thank you yes. to both thank you that 
that want wanted found it worthy of asking me for my autograph that was like tina said very humbling thank you so much um yeah thank you everybody that listened thank you everybody that left an itunes comment or a comment on facebook um yeah and this podcast out is gonna, to us thank you everybody yeah, yeah and the podcast is going to stay live online so feel free to keep on you know we can you know we still want people to enjoy this show so you, your itunes reviews will continue to you know help the show be out there find an and, audience you know be there for people here so feel free to keep on letting us know what you think and uh julia you want to wrap us up I do. I have forgotten how we say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> For Miles Todd's a minute. Thank you. I'm Jeff. <laughs> I'm Julia. And I'm <laughs> And we'll see you all real soon. Sometime. <laughs> to contact Miles Todd's a minute, email minute at mousedalgia.com. Some music files provided by fbbts.com. Nostalgia Minute is copyright Nostalgia, LLC. 